So let's start with where does this theory come from? Uh, a large proponent of it came from an uh, amateur researcher and amateur novelist, Eric von Daniken. Now, there was a few before him. Uh, there's a few in like the 1950s that just kind of fringe thought about it, about maybe we were planted here from outer space. Now, Eric von Daniken, he, he wrote a book, it's called Chariots of the Gods. And in it, he asks the question, where do we come from? And where did all this technological advancement come from? He went around the world looking at ancient sites and found many similarities amongst all of them. And he found a lot of information stating that humans at that time were unable to build the structures and the stone monoliths and all these other things. And it got him questioning, well, how, if they were able to do that, how did they learn to do that? And throughout the book, he, he questions many ancient sites and he questions contemporary thinking on human evolution um and if you don't know there's a show called ancient aliens it's it's probably my one crux when it comes to just guilty entertainment i will watch every episode of that show um i find entertainment in it it's kind of humorous but then it also gets you thinking but the fact that one not the fact but one of the things behind it is is it bludgeons you with so much stuff and continually say well many scientists think this many researchers think this so it gets you thinking well maybe they're correct it's kind of like the flat earth thing if you that will be another f podcast for sure, because I jumped down that rabbit hole. Never really believed it, but if you jump into it and you ride that rabbit hole all the way down, you start to think, huh, maybe we are on a disc. Who knows? Um, that's the interesting thing about consuming media like that. You end up in a space where you can be tricked into believing that this is real. Uh, now, whether or not ancient aliens is real, not real, who knows? Lots of credited researchers say no. Um, but there, there are some credits, I guess, to the theory, and... It definitely makes for good entertainment. Now, one big thing that they say is, in our ancient past, we were visited by aliens or uh, ancient astronauts. 
is another term for it. And they came down and they passed on knowledge of how to use metals, how to move stones, and they cite several ancient texts, say the Bible. The Bible has um, giants, angels, demons. Angels came down from the heavens and they mated with humans and they produced these giants and this species that eventually God had to send a flood to kill off. But he loved humans so much that he allowed some of them to live through the Noah's Ark story. Now, Noah's Ark leads into the ancient aliens theory as maybe it wasn't a boat. Maybe it was technology, advanced technology, in a time that they were unable to explain what they were seeing. They say it could have possibly been an alien ship taking them away, saving them from this great flood. A flood, by the way, that is prominent in many, many ancient texts and religions. So, was there a flood? Yeah, probably. There's too much evidence. Well, not evidence. There's too much historical data to say that there wasn't. But was it a global flood? I leave that up to you to believe what you think. What I would say is definitely do the research. And most of the cultures of that time generally congregated around the Mediterranean Sea. So, say the water levels rose up significantly from a glacial melt, a a rapid glacial melt, which there is some evidence for. But if it rose up, it would look like the entire world that these people knew had been flooded. So, there's that. Now, going into the flood story through ancient aliens' eyes, you would have to go and think, hmm, why would they want to kill an entire race of giants? And maybe they were causing mayhem, and the aliens had to come down and take them out. A lot of theorists in this ancient aliens ideology or whatever you want to call it say well there always was there, there was a different race of humans but are not humans but uh bipedal people cyclops giants whatever you want to call them nephilim all these things and maybe they were ancient alien kind of hybrids now ancient aliens brings about a theory of Either we were transported here, and that's why there's that missing link, why we don't have the data between, say, the the first bipedal people to now, where there's like gap, like between Neanderthal and Homo sapiens. And they say, well, that's because maybe we were just put here. Another theory, they, they put forth a ton of theories by the way so another theory that they put forth is we weren't transplanted here 
but we were genetically modified and that's where that gap in going from a tiny little tribe of people that crudely fashioned sticks and killed things to something bigger and to something that had more knowledge behind them so they that's another way that they suggest ancient aliens had their hands in our distant past coming back around to the flood i want to stay on here for a little bit because this one actually intrigues me and i could probably do an entire episode on it alone but there's so many little things coming about nowadays and there's a lot of actual research saying a global not a full global flood but a global event happened where seawaters rose drastically so you have to think if so many different cultures recorded this either in books or oral tradition did something happen i i I really think that something did and if something happened could it have taken out a previously advanced civilization maybe not to the ancient astronaut theory but an advanced civilization that could have been at our level or higher before this flood if you look at our world's population today most of it is along a coastline now sure there's people in the mainland like in Canada where I live and across the states and across Europe and all these other places but the majority of people live in the abundance of a coastline where there's a lot of food a lot of ways to get shelter a lot of different resources inland it's a little bit harder it's a little bit more sparse so if there was a great flood and i'm not saying it covered the entire world but maybe it covered the entire world that they knew or that they could translate and it took out this culture now that could be another ancient aliens thing and they actually propose that where there's a lot of technology used in the prehistoric age that we don't know how that how they got so if there is a great flood it would have taken out all of these coastlines done that would have been a massive hit to humanity so in that would we have to rebuild would we have to take what they had and understand it again think about it if all the technology shut down today and we didn't know how and all the engineers all the people all the techs went they left or they died or something happened and we were left with people that didn't understand the technology do you understand what's in the phone i don't understand what's in my phone it, it i just get frustrated with it because it doesn't work like 1% of the time and that's just because it's packed with te- like videos and 
pictures and just garbage data. But if I don't know how to make one, and I'm sure a lot of, like, a vast majority of people don't. So would this be considered advanced technology? Let's say 90% of the population died. We had 10% of the population. All of the technology, all of the... Our main cities would become ruins. And we'd have to look at this stuff and we'd idolize it. We'd be like, wow. In a hundred years, we would probably not know how to do any of this. So we'd have to rebuild our civilization. And maybe that happened at the flood. So that could be another explanation for where this technology and this leap in human evolution came from. Uh, there, there was several ideas floating around in the TV show where there's the different ages. And if you look at, for a flood reference, if you look at the banks along the Sphinx, it's shown that there's water erosion. And when there's last enough water to cause that much erosion in Egypt, it was about 12,000, 12,500 years ago. So that's where this ancient civilization comes from. And maybe, maybe they came from somewhere else. Maybe, hey, maybe they came from Mars because Mars started dying on them. Who knows? But that's where this ancient technology could have came from. Now, with ancient aliens, it's interesting. Because between the theory and the TV show, you get a lot of ideas and material thrown at you. You get ideas from anything of like the Greek pantheon, so ancient Greek gods and Roman gods being actual extraterrestrial. Because in the stories, they wield weaponry. Like Zeus's lightning bolts. They, he wields lightning bolts and zaps down whoever he's faced with, with this technology. Now, ancient astronaut theorists say, hey, maybe this is just technology that they didn't understand at the time. And the way I can relate that to you is, if you took a gun... Back to, let's say, oh, I, I don't even know a time, but pre-black powder days, when people were shooting each other with bows and arrows, and you took a gun, something that hasn't been seen ever, no idea behind the technology, and you were able to shoot and hunt with it, to a degree that no one had ever seen before. Now, that would be revered as a godlike technology. If you took back ballistic armor and you put it under your clothes, you went off to war with this stuff, and people were trying to 
cut you down or shoot you with an arrow and it bounced off of you because of the ballistic armor, that would be seen in a different light than it is today. That would be seen as impenetrable skin and he was invulnerable and he had godlike abilities. And now if you think of someone like Achilles, he was dipped in the river by his mother while she was holding on to his Achilles ankle. That's where that comes from. And he was brought out and everything was impenetrable. He is immortal other than that one tiny little weakness. Now, in an ancient astronaut mindset, if you look at that, that could just be technology that we didn't quite understand. Maybe the dude was head to toe in some kind of body armor that was fashion fitted to a point where it looked like skin or it looked like just normal clothing. But he forgot his shoes. That That's kind of the idea that they're going behind, but it could just be technology that we didn't understand at that time. And this comes about in almost every every point and and they point to these technologies and these crafts and these weapons that were used by the gods or by angels or by heroes of myth and legend and they say that these could be aliens coming down and showing us technology or showing us a better way of building things there's a ton of architecture, and I'm going on a little side rant here, but there's a ton of architecture in ancient mon monoliths and stuff like that. You look at Easter Island, those giant heads. You look at Stonehenge. You look at, uh, there's a whole bunch of places around the Mediterranean Sea that are called, like, is cycloptic masonry. I think that's the name of it. And it's these giant stones that fit they're not square they're all different shapes and sizes but they fit perfectly you can't even like fit a piece of paper between them and there's no there's no anything there's no mortar it's just stone on stone and somehow they perfectly fit these into place and they're giant they can weigh up to 10 20 tons which in today's time would be a feat in its own right. And you you go all the way down. You look at the pyramids. Everyone knows the pyramids. They're huge. They got massive stones. How did that happen? Now, humans in general have uh, a crux. We, we need to understand everything. Now, when we look at something such as the pyramids, how are they built? We are told that they were built with like slave labor over hundreds of years. And this was only like 5,000 years ago, max. But they've been dating them and everything starts to look like it's been, is a lot older than what we think of it is nowadays and this idea that humans need to understand 
everything around them or try to answer everything around them brains about stories brains about ideas of how they were built gods must have helped gods must have built them uh and ancient astronaut theorists say the gods are just a misrepresented idea of aliens the gods would travel on these fiery dragons sometimes in the eastern religions or upon a cloud of fire in egyptian religions so these gods could be misrepresented aliens or misrepresented technology that was handed to humans by aliens or ancient astronauts so you have to figure that they're, they're not entirely wrong in the idea that they want to answer the questions that we don't have answers for right now but they do tend to take some far reaches with quite a few things and a lot of their ideas at least in the television show are pretty far out there so far out there that the ufo community has kind of excommunicated them they're they're too fringy for the ufo community so you gotta take that with a grain of salt if you look at the ufo community and honestly i believe in ufos you look at the ufos are all around us all ufos say is, is it's an unidentified flying object you kind of have to believe in them because you can't identify everything is it aliens piloting them I don't know. I, I think so. I think that there's that possibility. But, yeah. There's, all they're saying is it's unidentified flying object. Like that Tic Tac video that was released not earlier this year, but in 2020. So, that video alone is a monu monumental occasion because the government's never really released anything to that extent and they released two videos which is pretty cool and more to come apparently in the next like 100 days or something like that but back to ancient aliens they have so many different ideas where you're thinking well and and they get you thinking to this point of well could be could definitely be real could definitely be something that is around, is, was around, was part of our culture. And they bring it all the way to nowadays as well, where aliens are all around us. Um, they have multiple theories on, there's aliens that walk among us, that have a cloaking device or have mutated to a point where they look exactly like us and they've infiltrated to the highest levels of government it that's where it becomes like this very far reaching conspiracy theory so 
you see where it goes. The ancient astronaut theory itself, if you just look at it alone and on its own, it's got some pretty good merits behind it. Not merits, I guess it has some good ideas where we were helped long, long ago in a time that we needed it in a time that helped us move forward out of the hunter-gatherer stage into the different levels of society. And I really think that they have a credit in it where they make archaeologists and they make modern-day scientists have to review all of their stuff, all of their information. And maybe it's easy for them. Maybe they're just like, oh, these guys are just fringe theorists. Why would I even listen to them? But a few ideas have been poked around to the point where mainstream kind of has to look at it. Like the water erosion around the Sphinx. That's made them look at how old culture and human society really is. Uh, the temple at Gobekli Tepe, it's another indication that there was an ancient civilization about around that 12,500 years ago. They built this huge shrine, church, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's a giant stone monolith with tons of stone there and there's 12 big plots of stone around two other stones that weigh 10 to 12 tons I believe it was and this was in a stage of by nowadays accounts in a stage of human evolution that we were just hunter-gatherers. We had no, we had nothing else. Why would we build a giant stone structure and in a time when we weren't supposed to have language, it has symbols on it. It has, so far as of right now, symbols and it's almost like Sanskrit. Back in the day, nobody knew what, what, what it was but we figured it out. We haven't figured this out yet. We haven't figured out what all of these mean. Also on these giant columns, there's animals. Animals that are not native to that area. That, that raises a question, how did they know? If they were just a simple hunter-gatherer, which is generally a nomadic, tribal society, how did they know? They wouldn't have traveled the globe to find these animals, to see them, to document them on these giant pillars. How did they know? Maybe it was. Maybe it was an ancient astronaut bringing about technology, or maybe it was an ancient civilization that completely got dismantled in a flood or some other kind of 
apocalyptic occurrence. Maybe that civilization was taught by aliens, or maybe they were the aliens and they came to Earth and they started from nothing. If you look at it, it would be very similar to what we're looking at doing on Mars. Although Mars is most likely not populated, who knows, maybe there are aliens up there, but it would be like that. And say that there was another civilization on there. Say that there was another very similar to humans. Something was just slightly different. Say that was happening on Mars. And they had their own language and we and we came up there. And they were in this hunter-gatherer stage. In this tribe. And we came down with our rocket ships. Giant words saying Tesla on the side or whatever. SpaceX, whatever it would be. We would most likely either be shot by whatever they have, arrows and sticks, or those people would be revered as gods because they came down from the heavens. They helped out, they showed agriculture, they implemented a society, they showed language, they helped in all these little areas that can take someone out of the Stone Age and exponentially grow their culture and then say we want to move on and everyone gets back in the ship after teaching all this and takes off leaves Mars but leaves the technology that we left with them and the ideas that we left with this made-up fictional tribe well the gods left and maybe we told them we'd be back one day. So they're waiting around and they're telling stories of these gods that came down from the heavens. They showed us all these technologies. They battled off our enemies and these beasts with magic and shooting lightning from their hands, which would essentially be a gun. That would be, that would be looked upon like a gun. Or something like it nowadays. Well, not nowadays. Way back when. In the Stone Age. So, maybe that happened. Maybe that's where our stories of gods and myths and legends comes from. Maybe a culture did touch down here. Or maybe there was an ancient culture that still retained enough knowledge to pass it on. And we looked at them and revered them as gods. One thing with ancient aliens is they go into the different gods and the different religions. And there's a lot of similarities. And it's incredible how similar they are across the globe. Now, you look at global anything now, and there's a lot of differences there's a ton of similarities but we're far reaching right now back then 
everyone was supposed to be isolated. Everyone was supposed to be doing their own little thing in their own little world without knowledge of most of the rest of the world. The biggest, there's two big expansions. There's Alexander the Great and Genghis Khan. Or Genghis Khan, whichever way you want to pronounce it. Um, and they expanded the new world. They, they showed how far, and they, they expanded their cultures to other cultures, which had never seen one another before. And why would they? They were hunter-gatherer tribes. They were smaller. You stuck to it. That would be a shock to their system, seeing Alexander the Great roll in with his giant armies into your little tribe. So, where would we see the best evidence for ancient aliens? Well, for ancient aliens, they say in the books, in the Bible, in the Quran, in all these ancient teachings of Buddhism. And there's in Buddhism and Hinduism and all these other ones, there's men and women and God-like people that have blue skin and smaller facial features, long necks, big elongated heads, whatever you want from these ancient manuscripts and ancient teachings. That sounds very much like an alien or a different type of sapien. Who knows? But the ancient astronaut theory and ancient aliens theory, definitely one of my favorites. If you're into just having a break from everyday life and you just need something to relax on, I would highly recommend just watching one episode of it because not only is it entertaining, well, for someone like me, but it brings about a new way of thinking. I've opened up so many different tabs on my phone in just one episode of it because I want to learn more about these places that they talk about, uh, Lake Titicaca and... Easter Island and the Samoan states, Antarctica, you, you, you start to learn a lot more about our world, even if you don't believe in this theory and even if you don't find entertainment in it, they take you to places and they show you some pretty amazing things. In conclusion, is ancient astronaut theory correct who knows i will definitely be doing more episodes on this uh probably diving more into the different theories or different places but yeah that, that was a brief overview of it and it's just one of those things that i like to think about late at night when i'm not sleeping so Next up, I think I'm going to be doing one on sacred numbers. There's a few. 
I'm going to be jumping back into a couple of jujitsu ideas. And then I have one on numbers coming up and sacred numbers and the ideas behind lucky numbers. So that might be the next one. Might get a few jujitsu ones in between. Let me know what you think of this one. Any ideas? Hit me up. I love learning and I love researching pretty much anything. So if you've been sitting at home and everyone does and you get going down a rabbit hole of some kind of weird information, message me, send it to me. I want to hear about it. I want to know what's going on. And if it sends me down a rabbit hole, you can guarantee there's going to be a podcast about it. Till then, I'm Travis. Thank you for listening.